Hey everybody, how's it going? This is Carlos Mencia, and welcome to the Laughing and Living podcast. Uh, just landed. Um, where's where's this? Uh, oh yeah, we're in uh, Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Um, first show of the year. I, I I really really love doing smaller places, smaller venues, um, small towns especially. Just because you don't get the chance to do them all the time. And the people there are so just appreciative of it. And I love that uh, energy, that feel, that vibe. And so it's cold out here. And I, I don't know for some reason, I go through phases, but I've had these pants for the longest time. And my friends used to make fun of me for them. Uh, the military pants. So I've had every version. Uh, and the ones that everybody's laughed at are two of them are the orange and black kind of ones and uh, nobody ever wear it. I mean that, those aren't military they just look like military pants I can't imagine there's a place where you could actually wear that kind of camouflage but the snow ones uh, where it has you know the white and, and the gray and the black I've been wearing pants like that for God forever and I've never ever been able to wear them in the snow and today was the first time that I had the opportunity to wear them in the snow and I was ah, so happy I actually put something on uh, Instagram if I'm not mistaken or Twitter I don't know which one and by the way this year I'm really beginning to kick it into gear in the sense that I have a lot of stuff going on I'm you know it's been it's it's been it, I, I've kind of been like Maverick if you've ever seen Top Gun at the end where he's like it doesn't look good it doesn't look good I, I've been in the plane and I've been doing my thing but I, I don't feel like I've totally um, immersed myself in all the things that I want to do and how I want to do them and I'm doing it this year more than um, more than ever before so please um, you know go to Instagram go to Twitter follow me on that like me on Facebook uh, go uh, become a Become a subscriber on my YouTube channel. So it's uh, YouTube forward slash carlosmencia.com or Facebook forward slash carlosmencia.com or anything else is uh, at carlosmencia. A lot, a lot of things coming out. First of all, just did the first episode of a show that I'm going to be doing every week called Ned's Head. And uh, my birth name is Ned. And I've been wanting to use it for a long time. I mean, it's never been a secret. But uh, some people act like it has, but never has been. The thing is, though, what I wanted to kind of do was use Ned's head in some way. Uh, I wanted to do a special, especially when all when all the negativity was going on at one point really badly. I wanted to do a special called uh, Wanted, Ned or Alive, or play on words like that. But uh, but I'm doing this show called Ned's Head. So Carlos Mencia is Ned's Head. Uh, we're going to be doing it on YouTube channel. The first episode we did, it kind of just happened because I was going to start this year. But what happened was I said, you know what, let me, let's shoot one to see how it looks and figure it out. And we shot it and it was just funny enough. So it became the year and the end one. You can go check out that video. It's on my Facebook. So go, go check that out. Uh, it's a few minutes long. It's pretty funny. We're going to be doing it. I think it's going to be coming out every Thursday. I'm going to be doing another show called The Hashtag where the thing about me is I do a lot of jokes that are funny for a couple of weeks or at least relevant for a couple of weeks. But after that, they're not really relevant. And in order to stay in the act, they have to have some bit of heart, some bit of something that, that stays 
longer inside of you or inside of me at least and uh, I mean a really good one was you know I did a bit when El Chapo uh, escaped that was really funny but you know the relevance of his escape became you know not, not very relevant after a couple of weeks and so that got burned and so now what I'm doing with the hashtag is I'm taking those bits those pieces of material that normally kind of just float away wherever I am Whatever club I'm at, whatever theater, whatever performance I'm doing, I'm going to record uh, those kinds of bits and put them online for you guys. And they're, they're stuff that audiences get to see me do a lot when they come and see me perform live. Of course, I can't be everywhere live. Well, I can, but of course, uh, that would entail streaming live every single show. It's doable, but it's complicated. And so what I want to do is... Uh, put those bits up there for you. So those are two shows. I, of course, I got the podcast now that I'm doing. And aside from the podcast, I'm working on a show uh, for the Travel Channel as well. And um, working on another couple. So things are things are going. Things are, are, are moving for me. And, and they're moving in my head more than anywhere else because I just feel I have the energy, uh, the wherewithal, the wanting. And I'm, I'm excited uh, again. Sometimes... You know, it, it takes a minute to recharge you, so to speak. And uh, I, I found it for myself. So all of that stuff is happening. Now I'm f- tweeting, I'm, I'm posting, I'm doing more of that stuff. So please, however you want to engage with Carlos Mencia, please do so. It is not that uh, difficult to do anymore. All of the venues are there. As I said, everything is at Carlos Mencia or forward slash carlosmencia.com. Check that stuff out. So, um, tonight's the first show. We'll see uh, how good it goes. I'm going to do something afterwards. So, uh, yeah, here's here's uh, to a happy new year, man, and to a great first show. Hey, everybody, how's it going? This is Carlos Mencia uh, after the first show of the year in Sioux Falls, South Dakota at the district. It was um, amazing, man. Um Show was sold out. It was awesome. It was almost sold out. And then uh, the last minute people sold it out. It, it was awesome. I had the best time. It was fun. It was a first show. People were happy. People were excited. People got it. I was into the show. I hadn't worked in a while. And it, it, it was great, man. I had a good. I had a good time. South Dakota, you guys were amazing. I put out in the middle of the night that... Uh, an episode of Ned's Head, and it right away got a, a bunch of hits. So I was really, really, really excited about that. Um, that yeah, I'm, I'm I'm very happy with it. So I'm gonna be putting on more of those episodes. Uh, it was funny because I had forgotten that when I was there last time, uh, there's a place called Shields, and there's a place inside of Shields where you they have a Ferris wheel, and I have an old 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 ass t-shirt that I'm not sure why I kept it I think I knew that it was one of those of me riding the roller coaster or I mean I'm sorry the uh, Ferris wheel at Shields it was it was it was awesome so I gotta get some sleep because tonight we have to drive nine and a half hours from here to get to uh, Dodge City so we got to drive through part of South Dakota, uh, parts of Iowa, 
I think we have to go through the entire state of Nebraska and a big portion of the state of Kansas. And so tomorrow it's Dodge City. It's really funny. I can't wait to go to Dodge City because I have been saying my entire life, hey, we need to get the fuck out of Dodge forever. And I've I've never been to Dodge City. And I am going to be able to say that for the first time and really mean it. I cannot wait to get up in early morning and say to Cisco, yo, bro, we need to get the fuck out of Dodge. It's, uh, it's, a, it's, it's very, very, very much something I'm looking forward to. I know it's cheesy. I know it's stupid. But you know what? If you really want to be happy in life, you got to find moments for yourself that make you happy, that make you feel good. And the thing about it is, is that most people, uh, they, they don't find moments like that or they think that's stupid. You know what? For me, I cannot wait for that moment. So I need to get some sleep. I need to get there. I want to thank everybody uh, from South Dakota. I can't wait to come back. You guys were an amazing, amazing audience. And to uh, everybody listening, I got to get some sleep. I will talk to you tomorrow before or after the show. Most likely after that drive is going to be brutal. So we shall see each other. Uh, that was awesome. It was a great show. First show uh, sold out. So we added a show. We had two shows on a Sunday uh, in, in, a, in the Bible town. It was awesome. Uh, the venue was just great. They're starting to do comedy. Um, I, I'm going to be back in six months. It was awesome. Uh, I, I just, I, I'm excited about this year. I'm really excited. And the, you know what? I'm just really happy, but I got to get up at like five o'clock in the morning. Um, and, and uh, yeah, I got, I don't even know what to say. I, I really had a great time. I'm enjoying so, so much performing and creating. And now that I have so many of these outlets to, to put all the stuff that I'm thinking about um, aside from everything I said earlier I got approached to write a book as well and so now I'm working on that whole thing it's it's just great man it's just great and I want to put all this stuff out there because it's stuff that I've always wanted to do you know the thing about our businesses is that a lot of it is following a lot of it is trending a lot of it is what are people watching on the internet now? How long are the videos? You know, what are, what are the viewing habits of people? Blah, blah, blah. And I'm, I'm assuming that for corporations and companies that probably works well. And I'm sure it would work in some way, shape or form with me. But I just think that art is different. I think that art is emotional. Art touches you in a way that, you know, uh, 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 numbers and machines don't. And I just get the feeling that it's one of those things where... I don't want to know about logistics. I really don't. I don't want to care about what somebody's watching and how many seconds and when they turn away. I'm going to put out what I'm going to put out. And see, the thing is, is that for me, like, I don't mind Twitter, but I do mind Twitter when I want to say something and the characters are 10 characters too long. And all of a sudden, the soul of what I'm trying to say gets taken away when I cut it so short. I just don't want to do that anymore. But now there's so many different avenues to do it. And I now have so many different avenues to put stuff out there that uh, you guys for the first time are going to get to see pretty much the full force 
of the creative process of Carlos Mencia. And that um, I'm just excited about in, in so many levels. I think that's what this is all about. You, even doing this, you know, not having to be stationary at one place, having a studio that travels with me wherever I go. I travel with a backpack and a, and a satchel. And, and within both of those, I have the ability to pretty much do almost anything and everything I want creatively. And I have the cameras to shoot. I have the equipment to record sound. I have everything I want. And it's awesome. And the mixture of my shows right now is pretty cool because a, a, a decent portion of it is, you know, stuff that's going on. Of course, the Donald Trumps and, 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 and discovering things that other people might not have, you know, thought that was important or relevant or, or, or got under the radar a little bit or something like that. It's it's awesome to to be able to put those out there and, and balance out a show that has a lot of everything. A lot of all the things that I want to say. And uh, so now I have the avenue and, and you guys have the ability to go so. So this is, uh, this is awesome. I have a couple of hours to burn when I get to the airport. Because we got to drive about five, five and a half hours to Kansas City. And uh, I did the whole nine hour drive today. So we left there and... Uh, Cisco had made a mistake about what time the show was so we were supposed to arrive at 6.30 we found out about halfway through the trip or so that or about three hours left that we were wrong and the show was at 6 o'clock and so I had to drive about 100 miles an hour to uh, catch it yeah, to catch the show on time and we made it at 5.58 thank God I had to drive literally 100 miles an hour uh, just to make it on time but we made it on time it was a great show now it's time to get some sleep. I am probably uh, tired enough that I don't need any medication. I don't need a Stillnox or an Ambien or any anything. You know, don't need to don't need any, any kind of medication, even even the legal uh, California kind, to get to where I need to go. Yep. So I'm gonna get some sleep, and uh, yeah, let's see what we talk about uh, when I get there. All right, so I made the trip. It's all good in Kansas City now. Uh, I'm going to be back in Kansas City, by the way, in six months. So please uh, come out to see me. I'll be, uh, if I'm not mistaken, at Sanford and Sons out at the Legends uh, Mall by the racetrack. So please co come and check me out. And uh, it's it, it's a fun town that I look forward to seeing. My, I think one of my first albums that I ever recorded, Unmerciful, I recorded live at Sanford and Sons, the old one. And so it's a, it's a relationship I've had for a really long time. So KC, I will be back here. And for everybody else, uh, man, there, there is a lot of farmland in Kansas. It is unbelievable. Oh, and we drove by. I, I didn't even know that there's a Dorothy's house from the Wizard of Oz. They have... Well, I, I, I saw a sign that said Dorothy's house three miles away or something. I have no idea what, what that means from the sense that is it is it her house from the movie? Is that where they shot it? Did they duplicate it? I'm not sure. But I, I, I would imagine that for some people, it's very, very interesting to go check that out. I heard that the president is going to be making uh, some announcement tomorrow about gun control or something like that. And I kind of want to talk about that. So I'm going to wait till I can talk to Albert and I want to, I want him to be part of it because 
he I've, I don't think I've ever talked gun control with Albert so I'm going to talk to Albert uh, see what he has to say about it I will talk to you guys soon I hope I have safe travels if my plane were to go down I want all my fans to know you guys have made my life an imaginary spectacular dream and through the ups and through the downs all of you who have stood by me and 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 put up with all the hate that you're forever going to put up with because let's be honest the, the only time I'm ever going to not get hate is the day that I die and I'm sure that that's just the way it is so I want to thank you guys for all your support for everything and let's keep on making the world a better place by shining our lights by laughing by being great at what we do that's how we make the world a better place but I want to talk to Albert because I truly want what he thinks to be a part of the next segment so talk to you in a second and as I promised I wanted to talk about uh, Obama and the executive action they took which by the way didn't really do anything for anybody that's freaking out that take our guns away or whatever it's not that do you know what happened today Bart? Uh, actually I was you know what it was on but I wasn't paying attention so basically there's a there's a loophole in the the gun selling thing where okay let's say that you buy five guns and you go through a security check and you want to do that that's legal it's not a problem but that you have to go through a security check right right problem is when if you want to sell them to somebody else is like a second it's called the gun show loophole you can do that and you can sell it to anybody right doesn't matter who all right Osama bin Laden could have walked up to you at a gun show and, you know, done some stuff like that. And and also there there's so he the executive action that he took today was trying to kind of close that loophole with the with a law that already exists. So he's not he's not really doing very much, but he's trying to get people to wake up the president is to do some kind of gun reform some kind of gun thing and we're really divided on this and for me it's really simple for you people that believe that you should have the right to bear arms because it doesn't say anything about a gun right the right to bear arms because you want a well-regulated militia which means that if you ever need to go to war or need to fight the government because they're oppressing you, that you have it, then I think that we should have no laws restricting guns whatsoever. Because right now, you, you we already have, you can't buy a rocket launcher. Or you, there's certain things that you can't buy. But if you're going to fight the government, you better have some badass shit. Right. You better have that rocket launcher. So you better have the tank. You better have a rocket launcher. You be, If you could be able to get a nuclear weapon, you should be able to get it. Now, that's that to me is my point that this this fucking argument is all about stupid extremes. Like people just don't get like everybody is down with gun control. Everybody is okay with arms control, right? And right. for anybody that's like that's not true. Okay, is it okay if the if the fucking Taliban and ISIS if is it okay if we sell if Russia sells them a nuclear weapon? Is that okay? Hell no. People would be like, "No, well, right. that's arms control." Right. That's right to bear arms. That those are we already believe that certain people shouldn't have ease of access to these weapons. Correct. Now, my whole thing is, so that whole thing that it's about the government, that's already gone. That was fucking 100 years ago when if you had a musket and they had a musket, 
it was fucking cool. Hey, you put one bullet it, in. Exactly, dude. We're not loaded the quickest. Exactly. But if you wanted to fight the government, they didn't have much more than you did. They had a few cannons. That's it. Right. Now, if you want to, if you want to do the argument, like let's be real. Right now, up in Oregon, there's a bunch of people that are mad at the government that they're that they're inside this place and they're and they have a bunch of weapons in there and they said we're not going to cause anything. But if the government comes in here, well, guess what? You guys, just so you guys know. The government can send a drone, push a button, and you'll all be fucking dead. It's that simple. Right. You're the, the only the only fucking reason that we wouldn't do that is because the government does try to. Well, there's always going to be assholes in the government. So don't, like, the, the majority of police officers are not fucking out there shooting people. Right. The majority of police officers that you talk to have rarely taken out their weapon. Yeah, they're like chips. Yeah. yeah, the majority of them rarely took out their weapons, right. and the majority of them have never fired a weapon in their life, like uh, to another person. To another I mean. person, correct? Yeah, they do it all the time, but I mean, you know, you know, cops. Yeah. I know cops. It, it's just not normal. So the argument, in my opinion, the argument of well-regulated militia—it's bullshit because a well-regulated militia is way more than any of this shit. So now we get to hunters, and me personally, I can't say that I'm a hunter, but I've hunted. When I hunted, I didn't hunt for fun. I hunted in Honduras. For we cheetahs? Hadn't eaten oh, my bad. Cheetahs. Oh, my bad. You don't have cheetahs in oh, Honduras. Cougars. Fucker. I meant cougars. No, no. We did kill a cougar one time for its pelt. Oh, I was, but it was because in Honduras, if you have a dream that you see like an, an animal like that that's huntable, you, you have to go. Oh, wow. And, and, and you, will, you will find it. That's what they believe. So we woke up and uh, Don Felix was his name. He was like, I had a dream that there was a cougar right here in this mountain. And we went, and the fucker was right there. Like, God, I don't know how oh, wow. it happened. Yeah, it was crazy. And he shot the cougar and made a lot of money off its pelt. Now, it's really interesting because back in the day, I had no remorse about that whatsoever. Right. None. I mean, here's a man who, yep. who won, and then he sold it, and he made good money off of it. I mean, you know, it was like mm-hmm. back in the day. It's really weird how me saying it right now, the way it slipped out of my tongue like that, I'm a little embarrassed at myself. Like, fuck, what the fuck were we doing? We didn't have to do that, but we did because we didn't have shit. Right. We, we you know. if we, That was if, normal, though. That's That was the. Uh, of course it was normal, a, you know. but not just normal. The other thing was if you could um, make some money off that stuff, then you would. And if you could kill something that you could eat. Right. That That's meant that even, you didn't have to kill a cow of your own at some point or a pig of your right. own. It meant it was like free. It's like, you know what hunting was for us? It was free, delicious food. It was free, delicious food. Yeah. And it, it was awesome. So for hunters, I look at it this way. You're not hunting for meat anymore. You're hunting for sport. Right. And you don't need an assault rifle for that. I agree. Right? Uh, a ch- ch- Reload one. That's cool. That's fine. But one where you could just put a clip in and go pop, 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 or a gun. That How you is that, that hunting? Pop, 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 pop. For me, that's not. Yeah. Right. And by the way, if you're really a badass, you could do like, what's his name? Uh, Ted Nugent and, and, and do a bow and arrow. And yeah. That's fucking badass too. Go. I, I'm not against hunting. I'm not against any of that stuff. But I mean, you know what? You, you're going to cheat. First of all, we're already cheating. Like <laughs> they don't know that they're being fucking hunted. Right. So, I mean, it's already kind of cheating in the first place, you know? You get a thing that makes noise that calls them, and they're like, oh, there's my mate. Yeah, yeah, they, they don't fucking know. 
I mean, just imagine that if you went to a club, there was a hot ass chick, but you didn't know, and all of a sudden you get there, pow, and they fucking shoot you. Yeah, they go. Yeah, and then you're exactly, like, oh, bro, there, oh, there she is. Yep. Boop, boop. Right? Pussy, 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 pussy. Yeah. pussy. But you're like, oh, pussy, there it is. Pow, pow. <laughs> There's my nature call. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that would. So, my whole thing is, you know what? And, and here's the thing a lot of people say, okay, well, what about to protect myself? Well, interestingly enough, if there were no guns, you wouldn't have to protect yourself from other guns. But that being said, statistically speaking, you're mistaken because the majority of people that have guns either shoot themselves or shoot somebody they know by mistake. Right. So the chances, if you buy a gun, just so you know this, the chances of you shooting somebody that is trying to fuck with you is way less than you shooting yourself somebody in your family shooting themselves or somebody in your family or you shooting somebody that you know by mistake in the middle of the night because you thought they were an intruder. Yep. That is, so if you actually want to to stop that kind of violence, having no guns would actually fix that. My whole thing with all these mass shootings is if we take these guns, these guns that you can have 18, 30, 40 clips, just get rid of all those guns and make it really hard for people to get a gun. And, you know, it'll be like, oh, it'll be like that one dude who who wanted to stab a bunch of people and he stabbed like two and then they kicked his ass. Right. They fucked him up. They got him. Right. Quick. Right. So I that I wouldn't mind. Yeah. Like if like a hundred like you have to reload shit would be perfect. Like. Correct. Oh, OK. Pop. You shoot once and then oh, right. I got to reload. Right. By that time, it's like. And that's good for right. hunting. That's fine. That's you know, that doesn't infringe on anybody's real rights, so to speak. Yeah. But, the, but there's a lot of people that would have a lot of other shit to say. That's just my opinion. My whole thing is, you know, if a dude had a knife and and and, and a hammer and he was trying to go to school and kill a fucking lo- yeah. shitload of people, it's just, it's not going to be 30 or 40 right. or 50. It's going to be one or two dudes and then that's that's that dude's going to yeah. get his ass beat or possibly killed. Well, it's like uh, I was watching the other day. I think it was Real Sports. And uh, they showed this kid who was 13. Yeah. You know, and they show him. So they say, oh, we want to. He's an actor kid. Right. So they sent him to buy a lottery ticket. The yeah. chick's like, how old are you? He's like, I'm 13. You you, you can't. You got to be 18. Right. I, I'm sorry, I can't. He tries to go buy a beer in another one. She's like, how old are you? He's like, I'm 13. She's like, you got to be 21. Are you kidding me? Nothing. Tobacco, same thing. He goes. Right. The lady says, how old are you? 13. Nope. So then he gets in the car. He goes to a gun show. Yeah. Man's like, oh, this is how you shoot it, blah, blah, blah. Kid walks out with a gun. 13-year-old kid. Gave him money, got the gun, and he never never checked his ID. Never, never asked him how old he was. It didn't even matter how old he was. Exactly, he had the money. He was able. He bought it from a second, obviously. Right. So that's the loophole that they're trying right. to hold. And that the close. That's the one they should. I I completely agree with that. So that's what they're. That's what. That's what. That's what the president is trying to do with whatever he did today. Which, by the way, was nothing. It was literally. It's just a gesture um, of what he's trying to do. But how do you, how do you feel about gun control? How do you feel about that stuff? There's there's more guns in America than Americans. Yeah, you know what? I mean, I don't, it's a tough one. You know, like automatic shit and like automatic guns and semi-automatics. I mean, I don't think people should own them. That's just me personally. I mean, I think except I, for law enforcement, everybody right. should just have like if you if you're gonna get a gun, get a revolver. Yeah, some. I mean, something. You know what I mean? A six shooter. 
Yeah, these. I mean, they're getting carried away, and that's why all these these shootings. I mean, they're it's well, free here's access the deal. to these guns. Well, here's the deal, and we we exactly okay. because we're. It's not like America's more violent than other countries, or we have more people that want to do crazy shit. We just have access to those that's things it. a little more. And let's be clear on this: the, the the reason America is is an easy target for terrorism because we cherish our freedoms. And we cherish our freedoms to the point where we want those freedoms to be a part of who we are. Right. So we say, fuck you. I'm not going to give that away. You you have the ability to come to the Staples Center and blow some shit up because we don't all want to go through a fucking metal detector. That's not who we are. You know? Yeah. But at the airport, we're going to give up our rights now because you fucking did that. That's crazy. And little, it's the same thing with guns. If you want gun violence to go down, at the end of the day, you're going to have to give up some rights. You're right. going to have to get cert- the amount of guns that are out there and the amount of guns. So we just need to make sure that we keep those guns out of the hands of the people that don't or shouldn't have them. Right. But at the end of the day, you're going to have to give some rights away. It's just the way it is. Exactly. And that that's one thing is that second... The second-hand thing is, you know, that's too easy. It's too easy for somebody to purchase a gun, you know. And I think, you know, and mental behavior, obviously. You, you, in order to get a gun, that's how, when you go in, obviously there should be there should be something where, you know, you, I mean, you have to. Uh, so I just think that keeping them out of the hands of people that shouldn't have them, 13-year-old, screw them. He's crazy. What if he was suicidal? Exactly. You just you, you just want those kids. And the final thing is is that I don't know. Like, I don't want to live the way I live now. I, I don't want to live in a place you know like that where I mean, you remember how freaked out you were the first dude? Uh, the, they had AKs. I was like, dude, I've never seen that before. I don't even think I've never seen an AK. Prior to that, so I was like, and they have rifles, and they were like, right. me, I was like, dude, what is this? Like, I like, I, I didn't understand it, you know. And then you were like, dude, it's a third world country. They, this is how they are. They're, instead of carrying their handguns, they carry rifles. And I'm like, well, dude, I don't know. Like, and, and there are certain states in this country where you can carry your gun as long as you wear it out. Right. I've seen that, like in, in Texas. It was the yeah. first time I. First traveling, I think, or it was Arizona. I think we went to a Denny's. Right. And the dude's like, he gets all this force, and he's like, <laughs> a gun. And I'm, I was looking at you like, hey, bro, I don't think we should be leaving here. And you were like, what? I'm like, well, the dude has a gun, and you're like, oh no, but it's cool. Like, it's, you can carry them as long as you know they're in the holster or whatever. Right. And I was like, are you sure? Yeah. And you were like, bro, trust me. And you were like, look at the signs. And then it, there was a sign that said. Some shit about concealed weapons. They have right. to be in the holsters. And, and I was like, uh, okay. Like, dude, I was freaking out. Right. I, I never see anything like that. Yeah, and, and, and the whole thing is this. At the end of the day, nobody wants guns in the hands of kids, in the hands of mentally ill, in the hands of terrorists, in the hands of gangbangers, in the hands of drug dealers, 
or in the hands of people like terrorists. Nobody, right. The problem with this country, nobody does shit about it. Everybody sits down and goes, yeah, we should close Europe. That's a good statement. Nobody wants that. Well, how do we fix it? Well, I don't want to, I don't want to, and, and just, no, it, it all goes down to like, and it all goes down to voting and power and being in power and, you know, who gives a shit about all that stuff? At the end of the day, I hope to God that everybody listening to this podcast, I hope to God that none of you ever, ever have to feel what it's like to lose a loved one to some stupid shit like that and then to come to find out that it maybe possibly could have been avoided. Why is it that it's got to be, you know, the father of a victim who's championing the cause? Right. Why can't it be us? Why can't we think of the fact that, hey, like, I don't want a gun in my house, man, because I'm scared of shit that Luke one day had get it and after playing Call of Duty or some shit and fuck around with her, his friends are here and all of a sudden somebody does, I mean, dude, we we know of that shit. For you guys that don't understand, Albert's brother Benji, he got shot in the back and here's the fucked up part. To this day, to this fucking day, we don't know exactly how the shit went down. What we do know is there there was a rifle, a 22, that accidentally quote unquote went off and shot him in the back now we don't know exactly what they are Benji's never wanted to tell us which makes it even fucking crazier and worse and now there's a few stories but at the end of the day it it was it was somebody playing around with a fucking with with a loaded weapon that went off and here's the thing not all tragedies can be avoided right you got to get in your car to go to work. Yeah. But but you kids don't need to have access to guns. Right. But the problem is, like I was talking to some guy and he was like, well, yeah, but I want my gun to protect myself. And I said, okay, I get that. But what about putting your gun like in a safe right. and putting a child lock on it or something? Or your fingerprint lock, the, those that a lot of people have those. Yeah. You know, where it's good, to, you're the only one that can get in with your fingerprint. Right. You or your wife, so. Right. And he was like, well, but then if by somebody the comes in, by the, like, really? So you're going to make it, exce- it right. it's just like all this shit. And for me, it's like, you know what? And this goes for all. The, the, the minorities and the people that are like, well, what about the fact that cops shoot us and cops do this and cops... You know what? In my opinion, based on countries that I've been to that don't have a lot of policing and that don't have a lot of weapons, um, when you don't have guns, cops tend to be a lot nicer. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, why not? Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's it. I mean, it's... Like, like in England, cops are really fucking nice. Because they're pretty much, no, nobody has guns. So they're not afraid. They don't come up to you, you know, with their fucking hand on their holster. You know why I pulled you over? No, but why the fuck are you going to shoot me, dude? Jesus Christ. Yeah, exactly. And why is the other cop on the other side? Right. Why why are you fucking, why are you flanking me? What the fuck is this, man? But then at the end of the day, they have no idea that you don't have a gun. And you know how much of that fucking violence wouldn't exist if we knew? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, 
that 12 year old kid that got shot right in the playground playing with the gun if cops actually knew like it's got to be a play gun right because we don't have guns even if he had a real gun they would have been like hey you need to put down that gun and, and come talk to us and even if they, they would have assumed it wasn't a real gun correct and he wouldn't have got shot but there are some people that believe in, in going back to the beginning really you're gonna fight the government with your shitty little gun yeah. the only reason the government doesn't kick your ass is because they're nice enough to not and we have certain laws where you know we're not gonna do that yeah. but if they wanted to, they could get it. It's like you said. If they wanted to disobey the law, they could get a drone, push a button, and your whole fucking house is gone. Bye. Oh. Fuck you and your little bullshit F-18, weapons. F eighteen flying right. Under, whatever. Just like fucking, because oh, these guys are like, well, the, well, there's laws. Well, but you're assuming that the government is gonna break those laws because that's why you have the gun. Right. Well, what if they? Okay, what if they? What are you gonna protect yourself with? When they fucking send with an AK, what is yeah, AK yeah what the fuck is your AK gonna do when you hear <laughs> what is that? <laughs> That's it. Uh, you don't even hear them because you know it's the uh, what's the one? The stealth. The stealth. It's a stealth. Yeah. It just comes over your house. It just hovers. Yeah, it, dude. It's it's whatever, man. I just think that somebody needs to do something, and and people need to get to 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 come together. We all know what we want. We don't want our kids shot at schools. We don't want. But I get the feeling that people want the ability to have their own gun. Dude, I think the problem is we all want to feel safe, but we don't. I Listen, I want to feel safe. I know. But I don't feel safe when people have guns. That's the thing. But, yeah, but statistically speaking, that, again, like, I would you're not there. safe. Listen, I wouldn't get, you know, not only because I've had, you know, my brother, you know, he got paralyzed at nine years old. And all right. Shit, but. To me, I'm just like I, I. That's I always think, man. What if my daughter? I mean, just what if she's grabbing something or up on top, you know, and it's right. there or whatever, and it goes off, and it accidentally it falls, shoot, whatever. Yeah, of course. And then, what What do I live with? I mean, All the story. The story that we were told was somebody put a rifle up against the bed. The rifle slipped, and then. On the way to it slipping, it went off and hit Benji in the back. Which is that's not what happened, right? But that, but see, yeah. that's my point. Like, well, but Benji told me ba- kind of, right? You know, basically right. what happened, right? But even that, I'm like, right? But whatever the case know, is, the point is kind of case, kind of, yeah. Not saying the full story, yeah. Whatever the case is, though, but it's stuff like that. so. Obviously. We, we're jaded. Yes. We're biased and we're affected by I, it in I a am. different way. But at the end of the day, I'm a math guy. And that, exactly. And the fact that if I buy a gun, chances are I'm yeah. going to hurt somebody that I love or myself way more than I'm going to hurt somebody else. You're a to me says, that, so why? why, why? Well, Dude, I, I to protect yourself. Yeah. But you don't get it. If I buy a gun, the chances of me shooting somebody to protect myself right. are way less than me shooting myself or somebody in my house that I love. Right. Fuck that. That's why I have a I bat. would rather take the percentages. I have a bat in my room, bro. That's For me, that's fine. Yeah. You know what I mean? If somebody comes in, bro, hey, I can swing away. That'll take care of that problem. Hey, they try to come, you know what I mean? Like, right. hey, I can swing a bat. But then again, if they didn't have guns, then a bat would be perfect. Yeah. And if you know what? If they have a gun and they come in, you know, 
hey, I have a bat, whatever. I'm going to try right. everything. But the know, chances of chances, that happening are nothing. Right. Nothing. I mean, it, it's very, it's very rare, you know, shit really come, goes down and yeah. breaking in houses, especially breaking in a house when people are home. Right. You know, that's, I mean, but you know what? I mean, it's, I guess. Listen, I mean, anything can happen. You can't protect yourself from life 100%. Right. It's like you said, hey, come in here right now, you know. I mean, I don't know how many cars I saw hydroplane because, right, dude, because it doesn't rain much here, and people just don't and, know how to drive. And then, yeah, so the gutters right now are like, dude, I can't tell you on the freeway how much there were certain lanes that were like they they were shut off because right, you know, the gutters were were clogged. Sure, sure. So they were there, of course, cleaning out the gutters before right. so the water can right. But easily, easily, I I saw. I mean, I was gonna get here at ten. Yeah. I left my house to get here at 10. I got yeah. here at 10.50. Yeah. So there it goes. You know, yeah. it took me 50. It took me an hour, over an hour to get here. So you never know. Anything can happen. You know what, though? I think the newer generation is going to is gonna have the chance to change this because, you know, I, I look at I look at teenagers and 20-year-olds. They're not growing up in the same environment. They don't, you know what I mean? Yeah. They don't grow up with the hunting. They don't grow up with the, it, it's just different. It, it's they grow up with the internet and that's their tool. That's their weapon. That's, that's what they use to defend themselves. And that's, that's what they use to attack as well. That's their gun of choice. Right now it is. Yeah. The internet. And you know what? That's not a bad, that's not a bad thing. Right. I mean, if the worst thing that's going to happen to your kid is that they get cyber bullied, that's not bad. Yeah. I mean, I know that when you're a teenager and you're in that world, it feels like, Oh my God. But at the end of the day, at it's the end just, of the day, it's words. At the end of the day, they're just words, you know? And I know some people, it, it's, I tell my kids that all the time. It's like you've always said, hey, don't give words power. But they don't I have power. I tell my kids that all the time. I said, you know, because my daughter, she's real sensitive. Sensitive to that stuff. Like really, and I, and I, and I pound it in her head. You know, I'm like, listen, they're just words. They don't mean anything. They're just words. You know, and little by little, she's getting it. But every now and then, you know. Sure. They'll tell her something like, you know, some one of her friends and. Right. Like, you're a liar. And she'll start crying. They said, I'm a liar. Right. I go, are you a liar? No. And I'm like, what you, what, yeah. What, how did that hurt you? Yeah. But, you know. So. Yeah. It's always been a case. But it's it's in our language. You hurt my feelings. You, you don't have the power to hurt my feelings. Right. You don't have the power to say some. You're not a guy. You don't mind tricks. <laughs> yeah. We, we only live in a place where if you allow that to make you to, to not see again make you feel you can't make if you feel that way that's your choice right that was your reaction but it's because we're little and ever since we're little we'll hear shit like that yeah. you hurt my feelings i'm sorry i hurt your feelings exactly. and, and all those things lead to believe that oh my god it wasn't my fault i had no power over it right i had no control over the fact that this made me react the way it made me no you reacted you have choices when you react and you choose to react any way you want. This is what it is. You know what? I'm sure that this is a much longer debate than whatever would go. My whole point was just to make those few points up front. And that for me personally, I don't distrust the government. Um, yeah, there's always going to be bad politicians. There's always going to be bad cops. I believe that most of these people get into that because they're good people and they want to change the world for a better place with cops or right. firefighters or FBI or whatever it is and, and politicians. And if I didn't trust America with nuclear weapons, 
then I probably would be one of those people that are like, I want a militia and defend myself from the government. And yeah, yeah. does the government overreach sometimes? Sure. But there, there's many ways to go about that avenue. At the end of the day, I just don't believe that from a citizen standpoint, guns need to be a part of this. And if for any apocalyptic people out there that you think if that apocalypse ever happens and all of those nuclear weapons get deployed, Whatever fucking three guns you have ain't gonna fucking mean shit. No. The world will be polluted. We will pretty much all die. And the fuel will just start over again. And most likely not learn our lesson. And start doing the same bullshit. Because that just seems to be the case. Hopefully, that's not though. Hope, man. Hope can be a beautiful thing in the hands of the right people. So all you people that are that are the right people, don't ever stop having hope. It is an amazing, beautiful thing. In the midst of darkness, you don't have to fight. Just turn on. Just be light. And the darkness dissipates. And people that wish to live in the shadows will always live there. Ain't no need for you to do so. That's just me. That's just my opinion. On behalf of myself, producer Bert, if you ain't laughing, you ain't living.